Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta, yeah. Yeah, Dukes, dig it! There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Well, a nickel-sized hell and a damaged wind. We roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. That's get on my music. There's two types of people in this world, Gigantor. There's people that tape gift boxes closed when they're wrapping a present, and there's people that care about others and aren't terrible narcissists. Which one are you? To tape a gift box closed? I think you'd probably have to give a gift. <laughs> Which I've never seen you do or even heard of you do. Um, but you know what I mean? Like you get a gift that has like a, a shirt. Yeah. And it comes in one of those like white cardboard boxes. And you unwrap the gift. And you go to pull the box apart. But the motherfucker that gave it to you has gone and additionally taped the oh, yeah. lid of the box to the base. Okay. For yeah, yeah. no reason whatsoever. My aunt would send uh, it would seem to be triple taped gifts uh, right. for birthdays. And well, your aunt's like, yeah, always that's, said that. That's, I, I've, 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 I've always said that. It's too early. <laughs> um, two things happen when you tape the box shut, and there's only two things that happen. And your aunt knows this. That's too. You're getting spicy. On the on the noon starts, you get a little spicy. I got a little bit more energy. Um, <laughs> I was able to have a nice breakfast. Got the blood pumping walking up here. I'm feeling good. Uh, two things happen, Gigantor. The box is ruined. You cannot reuse the box, right? Right. Like, you know, in this world where we do nothing but waste and plastic waste and just everyone's a fucking disgusting pig and they're using all the natural resources and we're a single serve K-cup fucking. We just, all we do is bitch endlessly about plastic straws and all this horse shit and then everyone that i know that does that also uses uh, keurigs and we're just we're, we're eating this fucking planet like a virus and that's fine maybe that's rogan's you know speculate that's what we were put here to do you know what i mean like a lot of people but i think as human beings perhaps we rise above it not the case yet um anyway you can't reuse the box uh and then the second thing because it only accomplishes two things when someone tapes a box shut yeah you you can't Reuse the box because the box will be destroyed because usually people don't have a pocket knife on them on Christmas morning. They usually don't. <laughs> Maybe if they're hunting a black bear or they're on a job site or they're hanging sheetrock. But generally on Christmas morning with the family gathered around, when your stupid aunt sends you a terrible shirt, you generally don't have the pocket knife. So <clears throat> you rip the, I just puked. I just, uh, you rip the box open. And the second thing it does is frustrate the gift receiver. And that's pretty much it. Also, most times if you're giving a garment for a gift, it's going to stink. 
because it's a very personal thing shopping. People's bodies are all built differently. Like I'm built like a crab. I'm about a, a single XL on certain parts of my body. I'm a double XL on other parts. And there's probably one part of my body where I'm getting close to a triple XL. I won't say what it is, but it's not the cock. Um, so nine times out of 10, if I'm gifted a shirt, I it ain't going to fit or look right or feel right. So I can't ever wear it. Uh. And then it's constantly like, when you see those people, they, they're they not going to say anything, but they're looking for that shirt. They want to see you in that shirt. They want to see that shirt in a picture. They want to see that shirt when you come over for supper or for Easter or whatever it is, and it ain't going to happen. So you're getting a bad gift already. You're frustrated because you had to rip open the box and then taping it. Also, thirdly, little asterisk footnote, provides no additional security. Once you have wrapped the son of a bitch up in wrapping paper and taped that tightly, securely, efficiently, yeah. The shirt is secure. Nothing can happen to the shirt unless, you know, like a Wolverine attacks it or something of that name, a badger. I just don't understand where that started. I don't understand how ubiquitous it is, and I don't understand why there isn't more pushback against it. The same thing as white elephants. Like people that think that white elephant fucking gift exchanges are funny or amusing are the dumbest people on the planet. You're literally saying that someone, someone is going to feel bad at the end of it because someone's gift nobody wants. Secondly, You've wasted the resources to acquire said gift, unless you're re-gifting, which I assume people do. And then thirdly, it's just wasteful. And I've ne it's never made me laugh. It's never made it, uh, the event humorous. It's why I prefer Secret Santa, because you, you get one person, you're buying one gift, you can focus on them, then you're surprising them. It's way more positive. I, I just don't understand a lot of what people do when it comes to gift giving. It's, uh, I mean... There is a decorum to it, to, to good gift giving. Everybody can give a gift, but to give a good gift, there are ways to do it. And I, I feel like over the years of listening to you, you have provided multiple examples of what to do and what not to do. No shtick gifts. gifts. No shtick gift has ever been used and appreciated. It's stupid. It's, it's, a, it's a moment, I guess, of jocularity if you're very lowbrow and you're, you know, an easy laugh. Yeah. Um... I don't understand that either, but Tor, I'm not even talking about the quality of the gift. I'm talking about just all of the modality of conveyance surrounding the gift. There's things you can control. If you were to come in here and you were to give me a pair of joggers, right? Right. That's a bad gift for me. Correct. I wouldn't wear that. That's more about you than it is about me. That's another thing that people like to do. My mom was the leader in the clubhouse of that. And she would give you a gift that she liked, not that you liked. I remember one time she went down to the Outer Banks, of course, which you know I'm a huge fan of. Right. And instead of bringing me back a brew-through shirt or a Kitty Hawk Kites shirt or a Duck Deli shirt, she brought me back two books on Native American history. Because <laughs> that's what she was into. And I was like, I'm 12. And I put the books in a basket and she found it a year later and cried and sobbed and screamed at the top of her lungs. Oh. And good riddance. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, this is the free show. She might listen to this. Fuck. Mom, those books were terrible. I'm sorry. I don't mean to upset you further. Didn't mean to upset you further. I apologize. I know you're very upset. Oh, she texted me. Did she really? Group text. Me and my wife. But still a text. Mm -hmm. First time I've heard uh, from her in... Uh, I can't remember. She's mad at me because I got COVID. Uh, eh. She's also mad at me because I'm successful uh, and white. Uh, she hates all that stuff. Gotcha. But she did text, and it was a nice text. I got her like this hand-carved, uh, 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 what is it, a charcuterie board. Mm -hmm. My wife and I got her, picked it up from her someplace, and I guess she was using it and said thank you. So Those are not right now. 
Huh? Those are hot right are now. Are they really? Charcuterie boards. Every, every girl, I like them. Every girl that's a, uh, a senior in college or just graduated, yeah. all into charcuterie. Do you like charcuterie boards? Love them. I do too. I like a charcuterie, except I feel, no offense, ladies, you're generally fucking it up with all the gloppy shit you're putting it on there. They love to put like jams and honeys and all this weird shit. And I'm like, let's make with the meat and cheese. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blueberry goat cheese can fuck the right. Go, fuck, go, fuck go, you can suck it from the back. Is right what it can, can fucking right from the back too. And it can get, when it's in the back, it can get way up oh. in there. You know what I mean? And I you know what I'm talking about, Tor. Like I'm going to take a long walk around the block and then you can suck it from the back on an August afternoon. And I'm good with goat cheese, but if it if nah. it looks like it's something that, that could be molding or rotten, don't put well, it Well, that's all goat me. cheese, and that's all blue cheese. I, I don't understand. And then there's a lot. I don't like any. What, and they fucking love. I don't know what's up with chicks and brie. Like, they absolutely are obsessed with brie. I think it's a status symbol. And I'm like, hey, honey. Let's let's get a little smoked gouda on here, huh? Oh, how about yeah. how about some how about some horseradish cheese? How about some extra sharp Vermont white cheddar? Like there's Lamanchego. all these, uh, yeah, yeah. Any other fucking type of cheese is better. And then let's make with the mortadelle. You know, we get the salami on there. Like there's all kinds of just beautiful concoctions, and they will fuck that thing up, man. I used to be really anti-brie, but I, I kind of it's kind of grown on me. I really? have to say, it. yeah, but you're a fucking bougie blue blood <laughs> fucking never silver spoon eating motherfucker. Like you've never done anything for yourself. Like it's all been fucking just handed to you because your parents are successful. So of course you like brie. You've probably <laughs> been eating brie since you were two. Most people don't get a chance to try it until you know they finally crack forty thousand dollars a year. It's a very difficult thing to do. Well, speaking of that, I would like to thank you for giving thank me you. yet another handout and uh, what giving me this uh, beautiful iPhone twelve. Oh, that's not well. That's not a handout. Well, I do want to thank you for taking. Hold care on, of hold that, that for fucking me. phone up. Oh yeah. Hold it up to my phone. Yeah. I got the, the pro. Or God not the pro. damn it. You got the small one. Well, I just got the, 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 that one's like 1200 bucks. Why would you get the small one? It fits better for me. It just works better uh, for me. Can I ask you something, brother? What's up? I knew you were doing this. How are you going to be cheap with somebody else's money? I know you're cheap with your money, no. and, and maybe that'll serve you well. You got a nice nest egg. Can I tell the people how much you have in your Please savings account? Don't. I'm proud of you for having a nice savings account, all right? Like most people, kids, when they're in your spot where you're living at home with no bills, they're going out every night, they're fucking blowing it all. You are you got a little nest egg, and that's good. But if I'm offering you, as I'm, I'm not your boss, but I'm a guy that you know, you're working with, yeah. and I'm saying, Tor, your phone stinks. It's it's hurting our ability to communicate. Let me get you a new phone because it will help with your job and our work together. Right. Why not? Why not get the big phone? Why not just get the nice big phone and so you don't have to worry about it? How much memory is on that thing? Uh, 128 gigabytes. That's not bad. I have a terabyte. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know how much fucking browsers I can steal on here? <laughs> Just if if, I, if you could have called and said, "Hey, Dukes, is it okay if I get the big phone?" Well, the, the, if you're worried about it. Well, the storage isn't uh, an issue because I buy 50 gigs a, a month from Apple for everything that we do here. So that's already like a dollar a month for me. Like, I don't know why fine. you do that. Are you doing cloud stuff? Well, cloud stuff for the uh, show. You're, you're gonna get fuck, well. We're gonna get hoard. We're no. gonna get cracked, and we're gonna get ripped off. And it, I didn't know you were doing that. I would have told you not to do that. Um, you were catching some heat yesterday for not, you're kind of blowing off my offer to buy you a new phone. So you should probably tell everybody that you actually did follow through on that. I did. I would like to thank, uh, Dukes. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate you thanking me. I'd like to thank, uh, oh. Dukes. I'd like to thank, uh, 
Ben at the Verizon store. He was a he's 10 a, out of 10. He's a good guy, and he? he was awesome. I like uh, him. Sat there, talked sports, talked a little bit of everything. He likes sports. That's yeah. the only thing I don't like about him is that we talk <laughs> a lot of sports when we're hanging out. And then he watched me uh, proceed to uh, put oil into the van yesterday and oh, check no. the transmission fluid, and I'm at the auto zone getting it tested out. It's oh, a, that's awful. He offered me help, too. I'm like, Please. The van is the is your grandfather's van, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. How many? I mean, that thing can't be long for this world. Oh, no, it's not. So when so you got the phone uh-huh. that's a that's a box checked you you've signed the lease on the new place yeah when is the automobile happening the automobile should happen before the start of August okay or by the time I move in I, it's been slow moving but it should happen by I move by the time I move okay in. what was your phone if you don't mind me asking before do you remember what model it was uh, an iPhone seven it was cracked to bittens and then the whole back was what's cracked to bittens uh, mean cracked up it was, the, the screen was almost unviewable what does cracked to bittens mean. Uh, it's just Bittens is uh, like almost like smithereens. Wow, I've never heard that before. Uh, yeah, you so do drop some. Now, is this a tour jargon or is this a jargon I'm just unaware of? It's just a tour jargon. You uh, you made up Bittens? Well, it's just one that me and my friends use, and it's not even like a young person. It's just a stupid. I kind of want like you and your friends to get, what is that scared straight show where you guys get locked away in like a juvenile <laughs> detention center for a weekend? Like, I really think you guys would benefit from that. You'd stop making up all these weird words. <laughs> maybe, maybe that would help. <laughs> I could, but l- let me tell you something. How much... When you jump, like when you jump from an 11 to a 12, and yeah. I'm telling you, I had an 11, now I have a 12, it's the same phone, I actually like the 11 better, Right. but how great is fucking jumping from a 7 to a 12? It's fucking life-changing. Well, I knew it was going to be life-changing when um, when Ben said, how do you even operate this thing? <laughs> when you yeah, with and, he, and he works with cell phones for a living. <laughs> That's how he earns his wage. He's like, I don't even know how you use this. Well, dude, it was so cracked that I saw, I mean, I cut my, one time you handed it to me, I cut my finger on it. And I'm like, how, what the fuck is going on with, how, is, is that just the cheapness? You uh, down with the cheapness? Or yeah, is it that, the laziness? That was me being down with the cheapness okay. there. And then, uh, but I mean, I'm telling you, it's a fantastic phone. And then. I'm, just, f- I'm fully requesting OK Terrific to come up with a down with the cheapness uh, Gigantor <laughs> song parody, please. Thank you, OK Terrific. You know what's nice is that. I can hear you when I'm on the phone with you with this. Yeah. That was another thing is I would call Tor to talk about the show. And if he was in his parents' basement, he just couldn't speak to me. So then he would have to call me back on FaceTime audio if he was standing in the backyard chasing snakes and beetles. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I might have killed like four bugs in my room last night. It's a good night. Oh. Did you fucking hang them on the wall like pelts? Uh, I actually threw them all out. I was. Did you really? Yeah. I got a whole spider, and I think the spider and his little kids, a little ball of the spider kid. Oh, I got them all no. Down, killed them all. I had a different experience. Uh, my dog apparently ate a giant ball of hair last night, and I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning to... And it's like, I've never had more anxiety when I hear that, and I know the puke is coming, and I'm like, if she's not someplace, she's so fucking great now. Ripley is such a fucking ride-or-die dog. She walks, if she can't get outside, she'll walk into the shower and throw up. Oh, that's clutch. It's fucking clutch. And then you just go in there, you turn the shower on and everything goes away. Nice. And I so as soon as, you know, you're not supposed to, after your dog pukes, you're not supposed to feed him for like a couple hours. Uh-huh. Gave her a treat immediately afterwards. <laughs> so I was like, you fucking just saved me so much fucking heartache. My dog will get uh, like hairs in his nose. And because he's like. Is this oh. after you broke the dog's hip and wouldn't take it to the vet? Uh the same dog but he's, okay. he's doing good now he's he's, he's hips better yeah, yeah, yeah but no medical treatment for the hip uh-uh. right right that's too much money <laughs> the, the old phone of dog hips is what we're dealing with here but he'll get hairs <laughs> up in his nose and it'll seem like he'll he'll start like <laughs> right i would do the same and i'm like 
I'm thinking this dog's gonna die every single time it happens. Right. When he's just got something. How happy would you be if the dog died? I'd be very upset. Oh I really? Love, I love this dog. Oh, I don't know about he, some, he I don't, I don't tries know about to, that. He tries to alpha me and bounce me in the house. I just don't uh, know. If you love the dog so much, why wouldn't you take it to the vet? Look, he's he's fine. He's he's a trooper, man. He raised tough dogs. <laughs> Maybe he didn't have to be a trooper. Maybe he could have just been healed. <laughs> By a healer, Jesus Trust Christ! Me, I didn't make the call. There, there were three people in my house that made the call. And, did you uh, have uh, keys uh, to a car? Yeah. Did you have a GPS? Yeah. You could have found a vet for that dog if you wanted to. And also, all the tours are evil. <laughs> um, couple of things. Uh, Gigantor the uh, Hoot Nanny is tonight. Yeah. We're going to be doing that on uh, Facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show. Uh, two things about that. One, Kenny Kidd's going to be here uh, from uh, All Requests Saturday, formerly of All Requests Saturday Night on WNCX. Somehow they fired him from that gig. I don't know how. It was the best. I've said this many times. It was the best music radio show in the country, and it really has bummed out my weekends now because I, I built my whole weekends around building a big bonfire, having people over, trying some bourbon, listening to some rock and roll for the last five hours of the weekend. So Kenny's actually driving down from uh, Cleveland to hang out for the Hoot Nanny tonight. So you definitely want to watch that live. That's at 7 o'clock. Uh, and it's free. You can watch it for free. Um, there's this shitty dude that I actually had blocked. And I saw Handsome Dan was arguing with him on Twitter. And um, I try not to. People have made the argument, hey, how come you don't spend as much time on people that say nice things as you do on people that say negative things? And I, and I do think that is a, a valid argument, Tor. But I also feel like I can use this as an example when somebody says something shitty to try to explain to the rest of the audience. On the Hootenanny, we accept donations. And one of the things about the donations is we like to thank the people that are donating because it's a big deal. Like the Hootenannies make a uh, profit for this show. It's very expensive to rent this space. It's very expensive to have a studio, to have you know business class internet, to have all the equipment. Like it just it costs a lot of money to do this and the Hootenanny defers a lot of those costs because people are nice enough to donate while it happens. Well, this guy, um, he clearly doesn't subscribe. Like, mm. he clearly doesn't subscribe to ChadDukeShow.com, which, by the way, if you're just listening to the free shows, thank you, but you should subscribe to ChadDukeShow.com. We just had a monstrous week. Uh, we did four really great shows. We had a two-hour bonus show, uh, the Fortress Film Society. It was a great week of shows, and if you subscribe, you get all that in the, the back catalog as well. But, Tor, this guy clearly just swung by the, the Hoot and he was bitching. He's like, well, you know, uh, the whole show is them uh, fake drinking beers and uh, hitting a, a bell when people donate. I don't find that entertaining. And I was like, is it worth me sitting here and explaining to the guy that that is just one tiny part of what we do? And also, there's lots of people that love the Hootenanny. It's like their favorite thing that we do. And also, if it's not for you, you don't have to watch it. You can just you know, fucking listen to this because there's none of that on this. Or listen, if you subscribe on the website, you can listen to the four other shows, five other, six other shows we do every week where there's none of that. I kind of wanted to explain that to him, but I also said, why the fuck is this worth it? Like, this guy's made up his mind, and if I'm going to go back and forth with 160 characters, it's just, it's a time suck. It's better to just move on, but um, and just in case anybody else is listening to this that feels the same way, like, I'm sorry, uh, the best way to handle that is probably to not watch the hoot. But I honestly, I know I, I'm a pretty good judge of good radio. And some of those shows are really bad. One was bad enough. I didn't even want it to see the light of day. I still take shit for that. Yeah. Uh, but most of them are fun. And it's just a lighthearted live experience. And, and people seem to dig them. Yeah. And uh, also it's a buzzer and then a Seinfeld jingle and not just a bell. Yeah. yeah. There was no bell involved. Yeah, fucking bell. 
I don't get that. Well, he's, he's clearly a fucking ham and egger. I mean, I think that we know that, right? I mean, there's no fucking. I mean, this is what I play, and I think that this, and the way that the way that started was, I hit two buttons just randomly when somebody donated, and we're like, all right, we'll do that every time somebody donates. Yeah, I thought the. Uh, I think it was in the first hoot nanny. I thought that. I was first learning how to load stuff into the instant replay, and I put the Seinfeld in there, and I didn't know when the hell we were going to use it, right. and then Dukes was messing around for a uh, whatever the donation sounder would be, and that ended up uh, sticking, I guess. Yeah, it's stuck. Which is, uh, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just, like Adam Carolla did like, when I was listening to his show, he did like four or five spinoff podcasts. And I wouldn't listen to all of them. You know, I'd, listen, I'd pick and choose. Like, I'll listen to Adam and Drew, or maybe I'll listen to Ace on the House. If I wasn't feeling car cast that week, I wouldn't check it out. But then I wouldn't bitch incessantly online. Like, I know it's stupid. We're, we're talking about people being negative online, and it's as constant as the fucking, you know, the sun rising and the moon setting. But, um, I, you know, I, I felt compelled to use that as an example to provide a little clarity to the listening audience that might be checking out those shows. Um, <clears throat> another thing we need to do on The Hoot tonight is hit the music tour. Got it right here. Okay. Tour the music. Tour the music now. Greenwall, the lights. The switch behind you, hurry. Very silent in here. Very, very silent. Oh, you want that one or the, the, the one for the hoot tonight? Microsoft. Um, tonight on the Hoot Nanny, uh, don't worry about it. You're, you're incapable of playing music on the show. Uh, tonight on the Hoot Nanny, we are going to finalize the people for Christmas in June and July for our Secret Santa. We're bringing it back, and uh, then we're going to pull our Secret Santas this evening. So we will do that on the Hoot Nanny as well. We've had lots of people want to be involved with the tour. Uh, there was a very predictable asshole that claims he's too busy. You can probably guess who that is already. Um, so we'll get that all situated this evening as well, and we'll pull that on the Hootenanny. And for those of you that don't know, Christmas in June and July is a, a big party that we have each and every year. Uh, we'll be doing it next Friday. So you're actually getting two Hootenannies in a row, and that all culminates with the big day at Commonwealth Dry Goods where we celebrate all that stuff. So um, it'll be an S-load of fun, but that's another thing on the docket tonight with Kenny Kidd there. I did want to give a, a brief update also, Tor. Uh, we went out and did... Uh, we had some wiffle ball practice last night. For oh the, yeah! For those of you that aren't listening to the uh, the free show, or the the, uh, the uh, subscriber shows, um, Tor and I are actually going to be playing uh, the first official Chad Duke show wiffle ball game on Sunday. And we've built this bad boy up, and we've had teams, and we had a live draft on the show. You're actually going to hear some of that today on this episode. It was really funny, and I think uh, the audience really dug it. Uh, but I got out there with the boys on my team. Um, I guess the best way to characterize it is they're way more bullish on our potential than I am after what I saw. Uh, there are three people on our team that are, if they're not over 300 pounds, they're damn near close to being 300 pounds. And probably four people on the team that are over 250 pounds very easily. And none of it is really super like really put together well weight you know like how much does lebron james weigh like 260 280 whatever the opposite of that is 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 what we got going so not a lot of mobility um couple of guys on the team cannot seem to make contact with the ball uh with wiffle ball there's also joe who is so 
weirdly secure and sure of himself that as he is standing in the batter's box, his swinging technique is he jumps, moves back a step, and then golf swings completely up in the air. And we said, Joe, why are you swinging like that? He goes, because I want the ball to go high. And we said, Joe, and, and like everybody's telling him how to swing a baseball bat. He won't listen. He won't change. We gave him three different videos that he could watch on YouTube to just, you know, like what you would show your kid if he was going out to play t-ball for mm -hmm. the first time. But he just, he think that motherfucker thinks he knows better. He is an enigma wrapped in a riddle to me. That is a wiffle ball. Majority of your outs are coming from pop flies. Oh, yeah. Pops. Swatting it out into the outfield. I'm telling my team hard line drives and ground balls. We're going to keep the line moving. Yeah, I think just making contact is really the best uh, course of action. Uh, it, and also, it does help that we got dumped on last night. It just the fucking heavens opened up. And I'm sitting out there pitching BP and it's driving rain. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> we're fucking playing a friendly game on Sunday. And I'm sitting here treating this like we're fucking, you know, like the, the Los Angeles Dodgers <laughs> and the NLCS. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, I would say, though, that um, the three-and-a-half run line, I think, is pretty spot-on with sight unseen without all the issues your team may be having. Yeah, I just I don't know where my team's hand-eye is, and that's very, very important when it comes to wiffle ball is being able to actually – because it's that's not baseball. You're not, you don't have an extension hand with a glove. It's all catching it in the hands, and I think – Probably, I could see Dick Smokehand trying to one-hand catch wiffle balls uh, when he needs to two-hand catch them. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know if anybody could throw. We had a conversation that I'm not going to share with you because mm -hmm. I think it's the most important aspect of wiffle ball, and it's the biggest mistake everyone makes playing wiffle ball. And I'm looking forward to telling it to you after the game because I think it might be our only saving grace. I really do. Because it's, it's the one thing in all the games of wiffle ball that I've seen it probably is responsible for 60% of the runs scored. And it's something you can completely control and just has to do with everyone being a dumbass on your team. We got Chad Shula over here coming up with the, with the lockbox. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling you, the conversation I had with those mopes that I was out there with, I said, if you don't do this, yeah. we're going to be able to keep it close. That's it. The second you start doing this, when the adrenaline starts pumping and you're freaking out, you fucking think you're Ken Griffey Jr. out there, it's all going to go downhill. It's all going to go downhill. We also came up with some rule ideas that we want to run past you guys before the uh, game to hopefully make it uh, to make it more competitive. Okay. All I'm right. I'm all for that. Very good. Okay. Um, are the people, by the way, that are already posting, well, are you going to post the hoot on Sunday? Please just watch it on Friday night. Please, please just it's, watch it on Friday night. Right? And I don't know if everyone goes to Kevin Costner the second the Yellowstone is over with and says, why isn't it available on demand? Like I just don't think it happens. I'm Kevin Costner. Everybody knows that. <laughs> All right, Tor. Uh, what do we got today? So we got um, the draft. Yeah. Our, our, our Wiffle Ball draft, which I thought was very funny. That was actually happening live and organically on the show. What else we got for this week? Well, we have one of the most stressful days that I've had in a while, which was yesterday's show. Oh, no. Is that, made the be that made the best of the week? Yeah. There was a line. I feel bad about that. In there that, that will probably become a drop in the machine. What's the line? You suck, Tor. You suck. I think it's or, stink. It stink. Oh, yeah, because it was Tor. suck, that's too mean. Oh, you stink. You stink, Tor, is more childish. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, the first 10 to 12 minutes of yesterday's show was it just... Was, uh, it was a barn burner. Thank God Ant-Man was there because you guys were able to have a conversation. And we're I having was... some technical difficulties, and Tor was having a complete nervous breakdown. Yeah. 
That's exactly what happened. Why do you think the listeners like that stuff so much? We got as much feedback for that as we've, anything we've done this week. I think it's because it's so inside and you get to see it happening okay. in real time. I think people know that. I think people also know when someone is legitimately freaking out. Like it's not some sort of put on pro wrestling kayfabe type deal. No, it was a legitimate freak out. And I, I had a misfire in my, which is now deducted. In your brain. It misfired both my brain, yeah. the board, and the van <laughs> that that morning. Oh, I forgot the van was included in that as well. Yeah, yeah. It was all uh, it was all bad, bad, oh, bad Thursday. All right, fish that minivan on his last <laughs> leg. We'll put it down like we are that dog of yours with the busted hip. <laughs> All right, very good. Also, I had some thoughts on uh, some of these movie trailers that are recently that I wanted to share after that. But, man, you're in luck. You're going to get a beautiful, this is going to be like an appetizer trio. You're going to get your fucking mozzarella sticks, your jalapeno poppers, your potato skins from the entire week of The Chad Duke Show. If you're feeling hungry, go check out the show's presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue in Purcellville, Virginia. You can follow Monk's on Twitter and Instagram at Monk's BBQ. That's at Monk's BBQ on Instagram and Twitter. Friendos, it's your pal Shoot here for my guy, Joe Azer. That's right, Jazer Realty. Jazer Realty Company. Montana Realty Company. Hopefully he doesn't add out like it did with uh, Seidelbaum. That would be a, a huge bummer. You think Jazer knows uh, Benny Alvarez? He knows a lot of people. He used to have lunch with him. I wouldn't put it past him. That was in Tucson, though. And Joe <laughs> Azer's been uh, in northern Virginia doing business for 15 years, buying houses, selling houses. You got a house you want to sell right now. The market is red hot. Let's go ahead and maximize that earning potential for you. He's going to take care of it all. Professional photography, drone photos, virtual tours, online videos. You want to talk about maximizing your home's exposure online? That's the Joe Azer way. You don't need to stage your home. He's going to take care of that for you. If you need things fixed, you need some handy mannery going on around your house, he's got that. He can guide you through it all. Take all the hard stuff off your plate. You're just signing papers and making money on that house. You mentioned the big shooter, Chad Dukes versus the Chad Dukes show. Uh, you're going to get a flat fee of 1% commission at closing, and he's going to cover the cost of the seller's home warranty as well. You can't beat it. 571-989-Azer. 571-989-2937. Really good dude. Call Joe Azer today. Make sure you sign up for the Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. Be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well... We promise we'll truly make an effort not to. I brought in literally 35 people to help tour on this board, and this is just, I think, the way it's going to be moving <laughs> forward. Here's what happened. The intro is still muffled. It has been for eight months. You won't, it won't fix that. And then my mic is always fucking booming, so as I'm listening to it in the car, I have to turn the fucking volume down when I'm talking, and I have to turn it up when everybody else is talking. I think it's because he's so scared of me that he turns my microphone all the way up to make sure I'm loud enough and then just completely nerfs everybody else. <laughs> and now look at him. Look at him yeah, over there. So you was here at 1 o'clock in the morning working on that board last night, and it doesn't work. I mean, you're not you're not completely wrong about any of your analysis. <laughs> look, I didn't think I was saying a bunch of bullshit. I get the messages from all you people. Trust me, I hear it. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. E-Rock has come in here and tried to help him. Drab has come in here and tried to help him. Dotson is coming here and trying to help him. I don't know. I've told him I'll buy all new equipment. I love Tor. He's got nine positives out of ten. The one negative is this. This show doesn't sound good. 
And now that my, my now my gain is all fucked up. There's a giant burst of static when I'm talking. Doing my best here. What, but when did what, what, you, you should be doing the best before showtime? I was. You're echoing in my headphones. Yeah, now. Oh, his mic sounds great. Did you hear his fucking yeah, mic? Yeah, his mic was amazing. Look at how dead my fucking levels are now up there. Look at that. All right, we're getting oh back my up. God. This is a fucking nightmare. You leave this shit in here, and I fucking want you giving out your personal information so people can tell you how unsatisfied they are. Deal. It's in Great Falls, people. Start driving now. <laughs> you better just pray his sister's not home, because if she is, they'll be able to defend the house. <laughs> you think she could defend better than Tor, Well, if it's just all you have to do is just walk slowly around a corner, and Tor will throw himself on the ground and squeal like a stuck pig. <laughs> Don't hurt me. I want the show to sound good, too. I've done everything I can. I've, I've literally slapped the credit card on the table to buy everything new. I don't give a fuck about any of this shit in here. It's all Oscar's old secondhand shit anyway. You should have fucking seen the cords Josh Stroka ripped out of this place that we didn't need. He had so many cords that Dude, day. It was crazy. It looked like the Everglades. There were so many like, vines everywhere. <laughs> fucking crocodile came walking out of that big clump of uh, cords he pulled out of here. I would not have been surprised. Dude, I still sound like shit, by it, the way. It sounds so crazy because I can hear like it gets clear for a second and then you just sound. I don't know what he is. He's got a dick into in a, a fucking can. machine. He's got a dick in a fucking machine over there. It sounds like I'm yelling into a fucking soup can. How's your progresso taste, everybody? That's the Chad Duke show for today. You fucking fuck. Fix that fucking thing. I pay you good money. You knew how much money it was. I still sound like shit, just so you know. How about we fix it? You just give me your microphone, because it sounded great. You sound like goddamn Frank Sinatra over there. I hope it's the end of the fucking... I hope, I hope Tor's singing my way because the end is near. <laughs> I hope that final curtain's getting raised on Gigantor right now. Just clutches his chest and stumbles into the fucking board. By the way, do you know what board that is? Uh, Ask me what board that is. You're the pops? You're yeah, the static pops? I do. Do you know what board that is? Is that the original one? That's the Rodcast board. Oh. That this dummy, when he was a listener, bought off me fucking uh, when the, the show ended. I told him get a new board. I said, go fucking to Guitar Center, get a new board, bring it back here. We'll install it. It's no big deal. Won't do it. So cheap. Won't even do it when it's my money. <laughs> Tor, He's so cheap. You? I've been trying to buy him an iPhone for six months. He's so cheap, he doesn't want me spending my money on it. I can't wait for him to have a different phone, because that phone he's carrying around is terrible. I'm just curious, what are you doing over there? Because nothing has changed about the way my mic sounds. This is what here's here's a demonstration. All right, but that's that's it's very visual and <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. audio medium. He's yeah, just eyeballing the eyeballing the little thing and then turning the dial back. Do we and need forth. to turn the board on and back off? Because that's generally what fixes it. Well, when I ran the what test, mean, what do you mean bull? I said when I ran the what, test. Who's your favorite bull? John Paxson? I bet it's, I bet you're a John Paxson guy. You. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna. F5, F5. What the fuck you had F5 that? I don't know. I was a Horace Grant guy for the record. I like the glasses. When I ran the test today, everybody sounded very good. Oh, somebody mics. sounds really good. Somebody sounds like uh, Elvis Aaron Presley right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Holy shit. You want to do a little Kentucky rain for us there, smooth move? Let's hear it. I want to hear in the ghetto coming out of your beautiful, crystal clear sounding ass. I'm not at the bottom of the sea like Captain Nemo. Well, I, I tested your mic as well, and it sounded good oh, in does the it? test recording. How, how did it fucking break in between when you tested it and when I sat down and speaking to it? How does that always fucking happen? It fucking broke in five minutes? Here's what happens. I come through the fucking door. Ant-Man goes, oh, I got to piss. So then we got to wait for him to piss. <laughs> now we're fixing the fucking board while the show is began because I'm here. Nothing can happen until I walk through the fucking door waving the 4-4. 
Do you need to turn the board on and off? Uh, I don't what? think. I don't think. So. I'm telling. It, it sounded. I tested with your headphones, my headphones, everything, and then the track then that I had. Explain what's going everybody on. Everybody sounded. There's fine. the pop again. Explain what's going on. I'm gonna start calling you Big Papa. There's so <laughs> many pops. Papa. There's so many pops in this fucking recording right now. That's your name. You're Big Papa, and I hope you end up like Big Papa. <laughs> God damn it! Now it's even worse. Yeah. Now I'm even lower. Look at my, look at my level up there. Oh my god. Brother, are that you hearing what's lowest. happening here? Yes, I'm hearing it. So I, it's it's tough to navigate because I can get you loud and smooth, and then with loud the, and smooth. I, well, I'm waiting to hear that. Well, that's a little better right there. there there's pops. There's pops yeah, left and, that, and right. Then it pops a little bit. But I thought you checked it. You definitely checked it before I got here. You told me 35 times. Yeah, but I also checked it with my voice and not your voice. Well, a broadcaster's voice, someone yeah. with talent and ability that can project and have a fucking confidence in their opinion. Yeah, you've never heard fucking checked a voice like that, have you? Yeah, and I, I think that uh, Joe Montana was the best quarterback of all time because my dad had a poster. And if my dad says it, then it's true. And everyone wants to have sex with my relatives, but not with me. <laughs> Put some bass in your voice, for God's sake. You're a football player. Yeah, it, it was a This guy was, he acts like he was on the color guard. <laughs> flipping flags around and fucking not being as attractive as the cheerleaders. That's what Tor did. It was one of those wooden rifles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't be a cheerleader. I'm not attractive enough. So I'm going to be, I'm going to flim this stupid fucking flag around the football field. Everybody's going to pretend like I'm not. F5. Oh, yeah, yeah, better F5. Oh, does the F5 work? Did you chest that? Did you check that out? Uh, check one, two, three, four. Sounds good, Dukes. <laughs> Hold on, let me make sure that I'm crystal clear. What a fucking travesty this is. Jesus Christ. It looks like he's just doing the exact same thing over yeah. and over and over again. Turn a little to the right, a little hey, to hey, the Bing left. Hey, Bing Crosby, how down. come your crooning ass sounds amazing in your fucking microphone if you checked all the microphones the same way? How'd that work out? I need that explained to me. I think you sound okay now. Are we doing the show? Yes, we're doing the show. All right. What a fucking disaster. That was amazing. There's a pop right there. Yeah. I just need snap and crackle. You got any milk over there? <laughs> Let's make some treats. All right. Um, all right. Welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> here's the problem. He doesn't check any of the social media, so he doesn't see the shit. Poor JC the Cheesecake said, I'd like to uh, cop to it. I'd like to come in. I have fresh pineapple. And he, no, no one checked the fucking Instagram to say he can come up here. By the way, JC, you creep. You have my phone number. I, I haven't seen this man in three fucking years. He's scared to text me. I can't imagine why. I'm so amiable. There it goes. There's oh all the distortion again. You stink, Tor. You stink. It sounds like I'm jacking into the Matrix. Oh, I took my blood pressure pills today. Now, now it's gone. Now the whole, now the whole name's gone. This is fucking bloodbath. This is Rambo fighting the Burmese fucking pirates. Do you think he just won't restart it because it was your idea? I probably. None of these guys are in touch with their anger. You should have heard last night. Did you listen to the Fortress Film Society? No, you didn't. That's a stupid I question. I shouldn't have fucking said. It. I, I shouldn't have even asked. I don't know why I asked. Dotson is so mad at me, and he the problem with it is it's fine if he's mad at me. I'm a big fucking sweaty pig bore of a man. Like, you, you can be mad at me. He's not in touch with it. He doesn't understand it. He lashed out so many times at the show, at the audience, at me personally. Tor, if you go back and listen to that argument, every single thing he's saying is, what, do you just want me to parrot you? You want me to say what you say? And I'm like, no, that has nothing to do with anything. I want you to stop pretending like you have to be the movie nerd and acknowledge the fact that that thing that we watched is not a four and a half. A four and a half is there will be blood. A four and a half is a damn near perfect film. And that is not what we watched for the Fortress Film Society. Spoiler alert. He, uh, 
his I, I understood what he was trying to say. He said it pretty poorly and with uh, with some underlying attacks. I don't think they were that underlying well, at all. I think they were outright attacks on the show, listeners of the show individually, and me personally. When I was simply discussing his inability to honestly review a movie. And I hope you noticed, Tor, with all the screaming and yelling I was doing here, I was attacking you personally, clearly. I went too far. But in that interview, <laughs> with that back and forth with him, I kept it completely focused on his inability to honestly review a movie. And he was the one that took it to all those different levels because he has that latent hostility. And what generally happens is the people have the hostility towards me because I'm such a pig and they allow it to build up. And then instead of talking to me about it, they hit the ejection seat. Yeah, I appreciate your blunt force anger towards yeah, me. I, it's, I would appreciate you fixing this board. <laughs> Thank you. Also, did you just call me Emily Blunt? I think so. <laughs> Very talented. Blunt force. Yeah, attractive lady. <laughs> she married to John Krasniewski. Oh, yeah. he, he's retiring as the coach from Duke, right? All right, very good. Oh, boy. Ant-Man doesn't know anything, JC. What you're going to know, what you're, you're going to see in here is that I'm just going to fire shtick at him over and over and over again, <laughs> and he's just going to silently stare at his vape and say, when can I smoke? When is this fat bastard going to shut up so I can smoke this fucking vape? <laughs> All right, welcome to the Chad Duke Show. We appreciate you guys listening. Apologies for the audio quality. And again, Tor, how can they get in touch with you? I want them to be able to talk to you because that is your punishment for this. They need to be able to address you because I there's nothing else I can do. I've all, I I cannot fix that. There's popping again. I cannot fix the board. All right. I can sit here and fill. I can create from a void. I can make funny, engaging, and entertaining content for as long as you need me to. I can't fix the board. I have no desire to fix the board. So you you, you don't need to message me. You need to message this guy. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, either tour at chaddukeshow.com or uh, message. Well, what no. if they can help? Because sometimes people think they can help. Like I had some guy the other day tell me about my exercise asthma. He thinks there's something that can help me get over that. It would still be tour at chaddukeshow.com. Okay. Well, do you, you don't check that email. So what, what's an email that you will check? Because I've had <laughs> dozens of people email you at that email. You have never responded. So what, what is a place where people can actually that you'll look at? Then we'll go to the Instagram message page. Same problem with that. <laughs> you promise me you will start checking the fucking messages on the Instagram. Swear to me, please. I swear. And without me looking at them and saying, Tor, we have messages. Yes. Like, what? let's set some times up. Do you have your calendar? Pull your calendar. Do, let's set yes. some times up right here. Tor's giant calendar. That sounds low, too. It'll never work. It'll never work. And I told him we could throw this fucking thing out. And we can put an iPad in here. He won't do it. All right. So let's let's uh, let's put it down. One o'clock. No, no. Uh, two o'clock. Two o'clock and seven thirty. Every day. I want you to check the inbox on the Instagram. Gotcha. Okay. No, no, no. Hold on. When do you get up? Do you get up? Yeah, around. When do you grab a brush and put on a little makeup? When do you leave your keys up on the table? Wake up. Thanks, Abraham. <laughs> he's putting it over the top. You see what he's doing right there? He's piling on tour. Remember who your friends are. He's not one. Yeah. At, least, at least every once in a while, I throw you a couple bucks. Leave, I'll buy you a bottle of Cuddy Shark. <laughs> Cuddy Shark. I'm going to have to buy Tor a bottle of Cuddy Shark after this rant. You can always donate to The Chad Duke Show using the Donate tab on chaddukeshow.com. You'll help us keep improving the product, and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode. We thank you for your support, friendos. Hey everybody, Tor here. I just want to say you guys have been killing it with our friends at Manscaped. I've been speaking all summer about how your life will be better if you start trimming up everything down there. 
and they want to keep reciprocating with their 20% off and free shipping by using the code DUKES at manscaped.com. I hear you guys are loving the new 4.0 Manscaped trimmer. It is fantastic. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a lot stronger than the van that I'm driving around right now. A new multifunction on and off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off, stronger than the lights in the van that I'm driving right now. Uh, when you are using the shower, you need to drive, uh, <laughs> not drive in the dark, but rather shave in the dark or in situations where you need to be able to see a little better. We know you want to take care of everything down there the best you can. And with that light, you can do it. It's a fantastic trimmer. I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend you use the code DUKES, that's D-U-K-E-S, for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES. Your balls will thank you. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. Turn on your notifications and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. It's the Chad Duke Show. If you like what you're hearing, that's some of the best stuff from the, well, we think the best stuff from the past week. You can subscribe right now. Go to the thechaddukesshow.com. Uh, I think, did you see that handsome Dan tweet? Well, he's, you know, he's crazy, right? Yeah. But he's crazy, like, on our side. Generally, when there's a crazy person, they uh, eventually turn against you. He never has. Uh, Handsome Dan has always been a, a supporter, even if he is a little nuts. He said this tweet, if we get an average low ball of five hours of content per week, original content, by the way, you get more than that every week. I don't want to fucking flex nuts or anything, but with the bonus episodes and everything else we're doing, you get more than that. We are roughly paying 48 cents per hour of content with a subscription to the Chad Duke Show podcast. Show me a better deal than that. I'll wait. Um, I agree. And I, I think maybe people are going to say, well, what about free podcasts? Well, okay. What about free podcasts? I mean, yeah, you can sit there and listen. There's going to be a shitload of advertisements. There's going to be pre-roll. There's going to be post-roll. Uh, you're going to have the pop-ups all over the place. If you're watching on YouTube, you get none of that. You get free, fresh shows every day. We're not going to fucking hit you over the head with politics. We're not going to hit you over the head with COVID or protests or civil unrest or none of it. We're going to have fun. Not that those things shouldn't be talked about. Trust me, they're talked about everywhere. You, you can't turn on a television station without having all those discussions take place, no matter what that television station is, a radio station is. So we're the, uh, we're the island in the stream. We're your Kenny and Dolly. We're just going to have fun. We're going to make dick jokes. We're going to talk about uh, uh, binge drinking. We're going to talk about football, uh, about UFC. We're going to talk about video games and movies and diarrhea. And that's what the show is about, and that's what the show will always be about. So enjoy that. If you enjoy those things and you're kind of fucking tired of the never-ending lecture, join us, chaddukesshow.com. That's where we can just have fun. Um, unless... Well, I, uh, I, I'm trying to get out of the habit of just shitting on things um, all the time. It's a difficult habit to get out of because mm-hmm. it's kind of what we all do now. So I was, uh, I was scrolling through Twitter today, which I don't recommend anybody does. And uh, I saw trailers for Fast 9, Black Widow, which I guess is out now, mm-hmm. 
and Snake Eyes, which is the G.I. Joe spinoff movie. Yeah. When I tell you, I don't know the difference between any of them. They, they all look exactly the same. And I guess like Vin Diesel will pop up. I'm like, okay, that's fast. Or like, you know, okay, I don't, I don't know. The Snake Eyes guy looks cool. Like, it looks like a bunch of, but it looks just like the Black Widow trailer. Um, Steven Dorff, we talked about this on the Fortress Film Society bonus episode this past week. You were there for that. But he had these comments, right? He's kind of got uh, people were mad at him because he just lambasted Black Widow and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and and to a lesser extent, Scarlett Johansson's. I can't believe she's doing that. Uh, and just murdered it, the whole thing. I kind of had some mixed emotions about it because, first of all, millions and millions of people enjoy those films. Um, film is supposed to be escapism. Not all film, but I think most films should be escapism. I mean, like you want to unplug from the daily grind and watch something else. I don't have a problem with these movies per se existing, but I also kind of understand where he's coming from. And if I was going to be a part of an argument, which is wild because I've watched all these movies and talked about them endlessly like everybody has, I kind of shade towards the Scorsese, Stephen Dorff, shaking their fist at a cloud fucking you know it's not the same thing like reality tv is very popular right yeah it's not really for me there's different subsects of it that i enjoy but it's technically the same thing as breaking bad right or ozark or the shield and i think that we get bogged down in comparing the two and i don't think you can compare the two just like a marvel movie they don't usually get nominated for things because they are what they are. I don't know that we should spend a lot of time because I know J. Chandler Sekar hates him. Like he hates superhero films and he's fucking, you know, he, and he's a movie guy. Like all these movie guys that I respect their opinion, they don't like all this shit. So um, it's a lot of cognitive distance around that argument. But I think that as, you know, this whole monster progresses and we're getting another somehow Suicide Squad not only bombed, it spawned a weird sequel in Birds of Prey that bombed, and they're still going to reboot it and give us another one in like two weeks. I I guess I just don't understand the world we're in right now cinematically. I think with Suicide Squad, everyone's just so horned up for Harley Quinn and then but for But none of her movies are successful. I agree. All people do is talk about how great Harley Quinn is. There was a stupid movie blog I followed, like, why isn't Harley Quinn in every DC movie? I'm like, Well, because they're all failures that she's in. I'm not saying she's a great actress. Yeah. And she's probably the most gorgeous woman walking the planet. Agreed. She was fucking fabulous in um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But everyone keeps saying how much they love that character and how great that that actress is in that character. But I'm like, well, then why don't why don't the movies live up to what they're supposed to do? I don't think they like the character. I think they they like being horny for her. You think they're just attracted to her physically? Yes. Okay. Well, the, but that has nothing. That character, she's kind of crazy. I think I know a lot of people like the Wolf of Wall Street because her character in that was just maybe the hottest character in any movie right but that's she's physically i think i don't think it's just physically because she's so margot robbie's who we're talking about yeah physically who that she's so gorgeous i think they think that she plays that role well and i would agree with that i think she does play harley quinn well but you, you got to acknowledge that none of those movies are as successful as the studio wanted them to be and yet they never end right it's very weird who else gets that many shots uh, I don't know. Nick Cage got a second shot. The, the Ghost Rider movie was a bomb. He got a second shot at a Ghost Rider movie, and that was a bomb, too. And that's really the only example I think that I can get. Val Kilmer didn't get another shot at Batman. George Clooney didn't get another shot at Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I'm going through it now where I'm watching a bunch of the classic movies and kind of working down, working my way through. And I see the movies now. I'm like, ah, that's not really I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch Fast and Furious. I'm not going to. I'm just not going to. But it, I mean, it crossed the five hundred million dollar threshold. Yeah. And I wonder. I wonder how much of it is just jealousy. Like, I wonder how much of it is why can't I? Because sometimes I, I'll look at other podcasts. And I'll listen to them. Like, I know what I'm doing is better. Like, I know what I'm doing is funnier. But look at the audience they have. So instead of like. You can't put it on yourself, right? So you have to tear down that product. Well, that's probably not a mentally healthy way to go about it. Like, if I'm Steven Dorff, maybe I feel that way. I don't know what he gains from saying it. But part of me is glad he said it. Like, part of me is glad whenever I see dissenters to whatever just everyone is, you know, harumphing each other about, I always kind of dig it, even if it's not me doing the dissenting. It's because he's he's going away from what he's, like, ingrained in. He, you know, if you're in that Hollywood sphere... You're expected to participate in everything that the Hollywood sphere enjoys. And then if you don't, then who knows if you get uh, blackballed, who knows right. what happens. He took a risk by saying that. Uh, also, it's, a, it's such a big, it's such a fucking monstrous entity, too. Is like, I think most people don't want to shit on it because they want that payday if it comes around. Yeah. I wonder how many of those actors feel that way. I mean, all you heard about the whole time was Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and all those guys trying to get the fuck out of those long-term contracts, which I guess they're not doing anymore. I read that today. They're going with shorter uh, contracts, I guess, because the studio's tired of the belly aching. I see it from their side, too. It's like, hey, all these movies are successful. They're all a pile of money. They're all going to make you more famous. What are you all bitching about? What's all the complaining going on about? I don't know. It's an interesting phenomenon. I think it's because they're not in Tarantino movies. Could know? be. That still seems to be where you want to be. Yeah. If you can get one of those bad boys, that's that's where you want to show up. And I guess he's only got one more in the chamber, right? We'll see. We'll see. I don't believe that either. It seems like a lot. But pardon some harsh language. You might have to bleep this. You want to mark this? Yeah. Hogwash. <laughs> yeah, 2025. His 11th movie in his grandiose return. All right. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Uh, a couple of plugs. I will be working at Commonwealth of Dry Goods on Saturday. If you'd like to come by, it's a little shop that my wife and I own. You can go to at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Instagram if you'd like to check out what we got. We got a bunch of fun stuff in. We got the Bones Coffee, the Black Rifle Coffee. We got all types of good stuff in there. So come on by Saturday if you'd like to say hello. Of course, you can subscribe to this at chaddukeshow.com. But uh, the big get tonight is going to be the... Um, the hoot nanny and uh kenny kid mr kenny kid mr all request saturday night himself the best in the world of what he does the ayatollah of rock and roll um the man of a thousand and one holds or whatever chris jericho used to say i know he's a big jericho fan uh, he'll be down here live and you can watch for free uh facebook if you can get over the donation by the way thank you to everybody that's donating it's very much appreciated uh facebook.com slash chad dukes show if you'd like to do that all right guys this is a free episode we do it each and every week just out just for the love uh use it if you like the show you know flip a uh flip a url over to a friend and say hey check out this podcast i think you like it it's funny and they're not you know all taking themselves too seriously and then maybe those people turn into subscribers that's the way this whole thing's gonna work uh, you know send it to your uh 23 year old kid and he can maybe be a part of the bro dog uh, that's bro dog right culture that listens to this show bro dog culture that only listens to the free episode until they're going to split a uh, subscription <laughs> maybe one day Maybe one day. I'm not giving him a ghost coat. You guys can keep on. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I'm not giving it to you. Every no, no. Hey, what happened this week? Listen. To How so many of them are there, the bro dogs that pretend to like the show? 
about three or four of my. Okay, friends. that's like two dollars a piece. That's like two dollars a piece. You think I don't want another subscription? By the way, it's a dickhead move if they're doing that. They're literally stealing from us. But at this point, I would take the one subscription. Agreed. Are you gonna give one to your? I gotta give you props, man. Full circle. Gotta it's called a callback. Me. That's, that's a callback. That's, away. It's a professional. <laughs> Look it up, Tor. Uh, Tor, thank you. Great week of shows this of week. Of course, I thought so too. Uh, the bonus episode. Did you put together one of me driving in the car yet? You forgot um, all about I, it, I, didn't yeah, you? No, I still got it. We'll try to get that up as soon as possible. And then also, uh, you never know. The Hoot Nanny might show up on Sunday here on ChadDukeShow.com. You never know. All right, guys, thank you so much for the support. Please consider subscribing to ChadDukeShow.com and if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you on Monday at 2 p. Actually, we'll see you tonight for the Who Danny. Roll out the trash cans.